This is the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Pat Man, from the Bay to LA and beyond. Um, beyond takes me over to the Rock Quarry area. I guess that's what you call it. Oh, there, there are the geese. There's geese. If it's a goose, it's it's goose. You know, one goose. Or the geeses. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't care. Um, yeah, so I was just talking to a, a neighbor. Um, they were taking some pictures of the land over here. Um, as they, they had never, they had never witnessed it like I'm witnessing it right now. And I'm not sure why I've never come. Well, here, here's the reason why I've never seen this part uh, of the uh, query over here in Rockridge is because I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. And there's a Starbucks that just kind of sits right there and you can just kind of look over the edge and I see the rock formation and uh, there's water. Um, there's some of the local animals uh take a take a dip a dip every now and then haven't seen any humans dipping in there and uh don't expect uh that would happen but um yeah i i don't i don't really drink coffee but um you know yesterday i went to the library as i'm at the library uh as soon as i sat down and i started uh working on my class uh assignment for the week I just became, <laughs> I just became sleepy. Like I, I couldn't keep my eyes open. I just could not keep my eyes open. My fingers are like, I'm nodding. So I said, you know, it takes a lot of energy uh, to exert uh, on a bicycle, and I, I don't really think anything about it. Once I stop, though, it's like, all right, take a break or do some stretching or lay on the grass. But in this case, um, did I eat? I hadn't eaten. I hadn't. I hadn't eaten yet. So I, I was just. I was just. Anyway, I took a quick little nap at the at the desk at the library in Rockridge, which, by the way, is a really nice library. <laughs> I yeah, it's a really nice library. I never gone there before uh i think it's fairly new probably built in the past 10 years or so you're in the bay area and um that's that so yeah i if i had coffee i may have been able to i was still able to uh you know uh review my assignment and now i'm gonna work on it today and just be done with it um, business communications, that's the first course that I've, um, that I'm taking towards my, uh, pursuing of my bachelor's degree in facility management and building sustainability. Uh, for those of you who have been, uh, following my podcasts, uh, all this time, you, you may know that, but those who haven't, um, that's, that's what's up with me. Um, Facility management is an industry that I've been in for 
the past 25 years evolving into it because before that was office management which is essentially the same thing and now in 2021 everything is under facility management a building operations does not run efficiently without a person like myself in that position to manage the operations from a cmms system that's a computer maintenance computer management maintenance system uh, that works cohesively with all the inner departments um, so that's how a company should be running in 2021 however I'm still uh, yeah so that's what's up I, I'll go into something else but I want to share uh, the experience that I had uh, yesterday with uh, Clubhouse my first time on Clubhouse uh, interesting about, thing about Clubhouse I don't watch the news I don't well, I had, to watch, I had to listen to the news this morning, and I'm going to go into that on what what came from that. And um, so, uh, I forgot my thought. <laughs> I forgot my train of thought. It looks like I'm here early at Starbucks because now it's filling up. So anyway, uh, I was invited on Clubhouse by. Uh, a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in quite a while, or I still haven't seen her in quite a while, but she invited me on Clubhouse, but it was because um, it wasn't available on Android until July 1st, <laughs> you know, so they had been working, I guess these guys in development, they didn't think about, you know, Android users and you know, they didn't I, actually I don't think they knew how popular Clubhouse was going to be. And um, it's actually really, really popular. And now I know why um, the first session, the very first session. No, no, no. Let me let me back up. There were on first uh, startup of the app. I I well, first I got a alert that someone that I know was uh, either waving so there's an icon that pops up and it tells you you know so-and-so is in this room you know right now so I clicked on it and it actually took me to a different room it actually took me to a uh, I want to say a ministry it was a ministry and so uh, for those who don't know club, how Clubhouse works, I'm still figuring it out. I was still trying to figure out, you know, how does, how does this work? I'm listening to my phone. I don't hear any voices and I can barely hear a voice. And that's because the volume on my phone was turned all the way down because I was I've been in the library. <clears throat> so I then plugged in the earphones and I was able to hear. So I listened to. Um, I guess I should drink my coffee before it comes uh, a cold brew. <laughs> so I'm listening in on this uh, this one ministry in Michigan, and it was it was pretty it was pretty it's pretty good conversation going on. And so I was I was able to listen in, and there's a mic icon that you can you know uh, push, and you can be heard. I guess, you know, yeah, you have to be cordial and 
think your mic can either be muted or you muted and then people call on you it's a very adult situation <laughs> you know you, you not you that way you don't have people talking over um talking over each other um they were talking a little bit more church than i wanted to hear at that moment um so then i saw an alert for the person originally i was attempting to get into the room which is uh oracle sky oracle sky I met oracle sky a couple months back had a dynamic awesome conversation with her um so she was in the room and uh i i can't tell i couldn't tell how many people were actually in the room um but i was called out you know welcome patrick you know to the they, they you know because i don't have pat man on there i have patrick anderson um so welcome patrick to the group uh if you like to share something so i shared a little bit of something about you know what i was what i'd been experiencing and what i was feeling in, in the moment and um oh, what i got from it was just oh dynamic more of this group was you know it was asked you know share a little story a little tidbit so i shared a little story about you know my mom's and frustrations i had, had with her and you know the love i have for her but i'm like ah just you know she could just whatever so um i guess you, I, I don't know what they call the person who the speaker i'll just call him the speaker the speaker of the um podcast you know asked me to speak and and then um she chimed in on on some uh some good some good stuff that i could uh move forward on i have notes so i'm just going off the top of my head because i just i, I want to talk more about clubhouse in details but i also want to share with that now i know why there aren't there aren't a lot of people there's, there's there's some people listening to my podcast but you know the audience isn't you know as big as i want it to be but that's because a lot of people are on clubhouse and and um for good reason it's a it's a great app uh, i like it um i'll get a room started of course uh, i just want to kind of watch everyone else room or i don't even have a bio i just have my picture and and that's it and already there's like 65 i don't know 65 people following me and like i haven't even I haven't done anything but it's based on your contacts and all kind of other stuff um so that should be cool uh, a couple of people came up mike kim mike kim uh is now following me um I spoke about Mike Kim via LinkedIn. We had a great conversation a few months back, um, referencing talking about you know Asian hate and and all that stuff that was going on. So um, I'm looking forward to this clubhouse uh, experience even more. Um, I think I'll continue doing the podcast, but I'm going to do more uh, content. Uh, um, content-driven bullet point podcasting. Uh, another thing I, I want to mention: a lot, I, I had a great day yesterday. When I think about it, because uh, within the same day, I participated in the morning 
with a uh, disaster planning um, class as a course, or, or you can call it the class. It was a uh, put on by, um, I believe her name is Heather Lee. And she's a former minister. I can't remember if she said she was a minister, a former minister, but she is, you know, spearheading this uh, disaster planning for the Bay Area, like the Bay Area planning. Again, I'll go off my notes. I'm just here for a coffee break and podcasting at the moment like I do. But that was a great, um, that was a great class. It was a great class. It was on Zoom. Uh, got a lot from that, um, and the the instructor reached out to me as she wanted to hear uh, some more from me referencing uh, some of my ideas about comparing Berkeley Hill preparedness disaster planning, uh, Berkeley Hills residents versus like West Oakland, North Oakland um, uh, residents who are who. I, I don't think are prepared for um, a national or or even an earthquake uh, an earthquake so that's that's one of the things that's always at the back of my mind that we are an earthquake country and that people are really super nonchalant about uh, what they can do not just for themselves but for their communities you know in the in the event of a um, uh, disaster emergency what people don't know and you know uh, is that you know, the fire department and the police department will not be able to get to anyone in the event of emergency. They'll be able to get to what they can. They're only, you know, one truck here, one truck there. Um, and in, in an emergency situation, they have to attend to the priorities of the calls. That's how that goes. So that's where the community, uh, becomes, uh, involved and, um, just planning as much as you can, and even personal planning. This is more for organizations and nonprofit. Um, it seems that a lot of organizations and and nonprofits, some of the nonprofits. Well, I spoke on a little bit about that, and prior to my uh, exiting LA County, um, I have been meeting with a few churches and organizations, to which. They were not even remotely uh, prepared. Now we're talking about uh, a church that a mega church. You can call it a mega church if you want to. Um, three, three hundred, five hundred, six hundred people. You know, uh, in the morning, three some five hundred people in the evening, three, four, five hundred people in the afternoons, evenings on a Sunday, and no emergency evacuation planning procedures no supplies no nothing in the time that i worked with these people that i'm speaking about in particular if there was a fire if there was a disaster if there was anything there would have been casualties with this organization in this building um i feel like god had sent me there to actually shut down their operations to tell the truth that's the god honest truth right there because there was so much that i seen that was just out of line out of code and just just bad so god was like hey you know what deal with this 
get the people get these people out of this building you know organize it in the way that you do best but get these people out of these buildings as soon as possible and that was my thing on top of the stress i was already dealing with in my own personal life so so it appears that it's getting a little noisy out here because i'm at the uh starbucks they got music they got a speaker going on and uh i guess that's why i never gone come to starbucks um it can get kind of busy uh people here there and everywhere but um i don't know if you can hear the music they've been jamming uh 70s what was i i guess you can call it 70s grooves <laughs> Or 60s and 70s grooves. I miss that music. So that's what's up with me. So more Clubhouse. Uh, you can find me uh, under Patrick Anderson. There wasn't another Patrick Anderson. I tried to get the Pat Man and someone had taken that. Can you believe someone had my username, the Pat Man? What, 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 what's up with that? I'm the Pat Man. I'm the original, yo. Anyway, um... As I've said before, if this is your first time, I hope it's not your last time. More content coming on board. More conversations about emergency planning procedures uh, for your home, uh, for your apartment, for your business, uh, for yourself. You know, uh, one of the thoughts right off the back um, I, I, I shared with someone was that, you know, if you're in a car, let's say, you know, you're stuck in traffic. You know, doing emergency, uh, an emergency or an ear earthquake, or you're just stuck. You know, maybe you should invest into one of those foldable bikes. They're not that expensive. They're like three hundred dollars. Have a foldable bike in your trunk. You might need to leave your car off the road somewhere and and come back to it. But that way, you can flip open your bike and pedal where you need to go. In a safer area or away from the area you're at come back for your car later take a picture of where your car is you know see that you know show that there's no windows busted out and you happen to come back and there's windows busted out and say hey this is where i left it you know in the great anyway that's just my forward thinking and my facility management experience kicking in because uh what you do in the daytime you or what you do at your job in that capacity of of planning you should be able to do that um in your own personal life as well and that's the reason why you it's good to like work for other organizations where else are you going to get this experience and this knowledge to do the right thing when it's time to do the right thing that's right that's right so yeah the the, the birds are showing up. That's a sign that the sun shall show its face soon. The hummingbirds are showing up. The geeses. <laughs> the geeses are showing up. The seagulls. The seagulls. <laughs> They're seagulls. They're seagulls. Everybody knows about seagulls. They used to crap on this at, at school. He's like, watch out for the seagulls. Yo, don't feed the birds. They will... Take your food and crap on afterwards. That's 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 a true story, people. True story. All right. I'm going to end this podcast because in the next I have to. Well, the library is not too far. I don't, I don't have to pedal too far. But, oh, this is one thing I want to say before uh, I end this podcast. 
I don't watch the news. I do not like the news. I'm, I haven't watched the news, nor have I liked the news since the news was the news. And in that, in saying that, in saying that, the, um, you know, my mom watches it, but she claims she watches it for the the weather. It's not like she's going anywhere because she's not. She's not going to go outside. She has more excuses, but that's her thing. Anyway, um, so, you know, I, I, I wake up this morning, but, you know, it was it was before my alarm would go off. And I can see that my mom's, you know, she's she's making her way into the living room. It's like, ah, oh, gosh, great. I, I need at least a good half an hour. So I throw my eye mask on. And I roll over. And, uh, of course, she turns the news on. So my headphones are on. My brain is trying to, you know, block out the voices and. And I finally just raised up. I was like, right, let me get up. Let me get up early. I'll I'll go get me some coffee, do some yoga. Because the library doesn't open till twelve or ten. I think it's I think it's ten. Ten on certain days, twelve on the other. I have to figure out. So then the news, what what kind of gets me up is that the news is this is the statement she made. Millions, two million people are out of work because they're receiving um, they're receiving benefits from the government, so they don't feel like they need to work. That's exactly what she said. And I said to my mom, I said, did you hear what she said? She said, mm, mm, mm. That's all she had to say was, mm, mm, mm. I said, now you and I know that statement is not true. Now, I'm only one of two million people, but I'm one of two million people who are highly qualified in my position to work for any organization to regards of facility management, building, construction, operations, the whole nine. Look at my resume. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in college pursue, pursuing and updating my experience with a bachelor's degree in what I've already been doing for 20 years. And I was on a project for eight years, eight of those 20 years on one project, which lasted eight years. Qualified, right? Qualified. But in the in the whole in the year that I've been applying for jobs, it's just been interview after interview after rejection letter after rejection letter after rejection letter. Now, I have a spirit that cannot be moved. <laughs> you know, I have energy that just can't be duplicated, replicated, copied or anything like that. If I was the average person receiving as many rejection letters and I'm not going to call it, I'm going to call it what it is, unintelligent interviews, um, I'd be depressed and, you know, ready to jump off a roof somewhere, you know, because that's how annoying and agitating and irritating and unprofessional these this has been. So for the news to get on to announce that you know two million people are out of work and no one wants to work because they're receiving government benefits that is a crock of 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 goose shit that's what i'm going i'm going to call it a goose shit because everybody 
in my circle knows that I've been I've been religiously filling out applications, uh, restructuring my resume, you know, reaching out to friends, uh, doing everything in my power to to uh, at least get into a position. Is that a waterfall? I'm looking at a waterfall. There's a waterfall. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting distracted. But that is water flowing from over there off the rocks. Um, but I've been doing everything and i all i get is rejection letters and i'm looking at my resume i'm constantly looking at it and updating it and i'm like oh what's the problem so let me get let me share this one example with you or the latest example um went to a job fair a job fair uh almost yeah 15 days ago it'll be 15 days now, when it comes to filling out applications and resumes and all that, I got it down to science. I was the guy that actually putting together uh, uh, descriptions for our HR department on hiring people. So I know how that all works. Right. So uh, I went to a job fair, you know, 15 days ago, met with some awesome people, met this one lady who. I guess she was kind of confused at, you know, what I was saying and or guilty. I think it was more like guilty because she's like, oh. I was like, yeah, I've seen you guys on LinkedIn. I think I even applied. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been so busy and this, that and the other. You know, what's your name? All right. Here's my email. Uh, I know a guy. He's overworked. He runs 31 locations, but it's out here and it's out there. And I'm like, well, whatever. You know, I'm. I, I sounds like if this guy shuts down today or tomorrow, you guys are done. I said, so I'm ready to work right now. She's like, all right, all right, I'm going to hit you up. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, your resume looks awesome. Wow. I can't believe you now, you know, no one hasn't picked you up. I said, yeah, can you believe that? And so the following weekend would be July 4th. I take that into consideration. Oh, July 4th holidays come up. People actually stop working like around July 1st. You know, they're they're all they're they're pre-planning and thinking about their holiday before the holiday even gets here. So I take that in consideration. Not stupid. Come on. So I let, you know, July 4th pass. I actually reached out to her the day of, you know, knowing that July 4th and people are in holiday mode, ready to get out of away from their job, overworked, whatever, taking all things in consideration. 11 days pass by and I'm sitting there like, wow, you know, I went to this job fair. Not one of these people have gotten back to me. You know, I, I reached out to him the day after I reached out to him after the 4th of July. And you know what? All only all I've received is, oh, I'm sorry. I haven't heard back from the hiring manager. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm so busy and blah, blah, blah. It's like. Yeah, uh, you guys aren't saying anything that I haven't heard from someone online, but I met you guys in person. I met these people in person, shook their hands, were well, fist pump because we're still in COVID, did fist pumps, you know, got great reviews. Oh, this is a very two sisters, impressive resume. My God, she's looking it back and forth. Oh, we're definitely going to call you. I haven't heard anything since. It's been 15 days, people. That's 15 days. So let me share you, share with this. 
the lady I'm talking about, you know, so I reach out to her and I'm like, how do I structure this? I'm, I'm not, you know, how do I say what I need to say without sounding, you know, desperate or abrupt? And all things considering, you know, it's now 11 days past the 4th of July and, you know, whatever. I said, you know what? Nothing, nothing bad can come from this. So let me just say what I need to say. So I said, I said, hi, so and so. Uh, this is Patrick. Remember, we met at the job fair. Um, hey, just reaching out. It, I know you said you needed the help, you know, but it's been like eleven days since the job fair, and I'm really, you know, I really need to get working. So uh, let me know what, what, you know, what's going on. These aren't the exact words. I it was a little bit more. I'm just paraphrasing. So let me know what's you know what's 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 the outcome and and um, we'll take it from there. This lady reaches out and says, "Oh hi, um, actually it's only been uh, six days because blah blah blah." You know, take it referencing that she doesn't work on the weekends and there was a holiday on the fifth. And I'm like, "Yeah, well." When you're out of work and you're looking for work, who's who's actually counting? You know, <laughs> if, I, if we could have had a conversation with the guy that I could have had a conversation with the person that you're saying I need to help. I could have had a conversation with anyone else. But you have my resume. I even sent a digital copy. So what more is there to talk about other than. Getting going to the hiring managers saying to them, hey, you know what? I met a guy at the job fair that I think will totally work out. What do you think? Here's his resume. You know what? Get back to me like yesterday so I can, you know, get this guy working. We may have a solution here. Now, the position was somewhere where I wouldn't want to go, but she said this guy has like 31 locations. And I looked up the organization after when I got home, I looked, I looked up the organization. I looked at their about me. I looked at everything, everything. Now, remember, I have the skill set to create websites and I've created websites for people. I've created websites for organizations. I have the inside scoop on how things are, but a lot of people are just, it's a, it's a, it's a front, just like their stores, their stores are just a front, you know, this is their about me section information. By the time I reach out to a company or fill out an application, trust me, I've taken bullet points. I've, uh, I've gotten questions based on, you know, what I've read on their, you know, on their website. So it's not me who should be prepared. It's those organizations that the employers who should be prepared for me because my resume is what it is. I can't make up the, the, the work that I've done. I can't make up the experience that, I've, that I have. That is who I am. That's what I'm doing. So now it's, 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 a, it's like a chess game, you know, your move, your move. What do you want to do? Do I sound frustrated? I'm, I'm frustrated, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm making a point. I'm actually making a real valid point. I've been taking notes for an entire year based on all the interviews, conversations I've had for over a year 
during the pandemic, before the pandemic, after the pandemic, and it's time to write some letters. Now, anybody that knows me knows when I say it's time to write a letter, it's over. It is over. I'm, I'm reaching out to Channel 2 News because they're the ones that went on this morning saying, you know, two million people are out of work because, you know, the government is paying them unemployment. That's not true. That's not true. I'm one of two million people. And, you know, if I could work for myself, if it was that easy to start a business, which it's not anybody that started the business. No, it's not. The people try to say, oh, well, just start a business. Well, you need an operation, you need a, a location for that. That costs money. Even if you have even if you want to start a business from home. Well, I need to be properly housed first. I've been Airbnb and, and I've been doing but these employers and the organizations don't know this about me. They don't know, you know, my my personal life story. They're not they're not asking for my personal life story and I'm not giving it. It's not even their business. It's like give me the job that I need. I can take care of the housing thing. That's that's I've reached out to the organizations that's gonna assist me on that. That's not a problem. But they can't give me housing unless I have a solid way of showing that I have an income that's where i'm at right now you know i have folks reaching out to me saying oh we're waiting on you where's the cookies and you know the snacks and and the music yeah where is it i i can't i can't really can't do anything without an a location i need a location and in order to get a location i i have to get um you know a, a value a, a source of income and I'm doing my part. So it's time to write letters. It's time to write letters. I have enough information documented over a period of a year. And I've been doing these podcasts as um, as part of that because I want to show that, you know, you can do, you know, you can sit around twiddling your thumbs talking about, oh, I can't find work and I can't find work. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy, you know. I do other things. It's not like I'm just filling out applications and waiting on people to call me. Heck no. Are you kidding me? I'm enrolled in school. I'm enrolled uh, working towards my bachelor's degree in a in a field that I've been in for the past you know, 25. I say 25 is actually 35 years because I've been working since I was 16. I'll be 50 this year. So do the math. Um think that's another thing people see my face and they 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 automatically think i'm super younger than i am that's a blessing and a curse and once they hear me speaking they're like oh wait a minute how who who is this who is this guy i'm like don't trip i've been like this since i was six years old don't 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 trip (laughs) people don't believe me but if they want to talk to my grandmother she'll tell you this guy's been like this since he was six years old The problem is, well, I know what the problem is. I won't speak on that. However, um, yeah, that's what's up. So in closing, um, if you're not prepared for an evacuation from your home, from your job, place that you work uh, within your community, if you stay within a, a community or apartments or senior living, I would ask those questions of the operation manager or the or the grounds manager. You know what what 
what plan do they have in place to evacuate if there's an earthquake or a fire or a natural disaster? Ask them. Ask your employer. You know, do you have anything in place? You Oh, you don't? Well, you need to hire this guy, Patrick, because he, he, he knows what he's doing. He's look at his resume. He's done emergency planning uh, for organizations for, for years. Why is he still unemployed? My God. You know, seriously, call. You need to call people out. Call these organizations out. I learned yesterday that a Burger King operation, a Burger King franchise, a specific location in this specific location um, in the what do you want to call the marquee, the display that they have where it says, you know, Burger King and under the bottom it says, uh, you know, uh, now hiring or, you know, 100, 100 people served or uh, 99 cent Burger King burgers. Anyway, it, it, it didn't say any of that. It says we all quit. <laughs> we all quit. I don't know what the location it is, what location this Burger King uh, is. I have no idea. I didn't look into that, but it's a bold statement. It was on LinkedIn. And I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, like, you know, who's who's watching this? I mean, because who does that? You know, this is this is karma. You you well, someone says karma. I, I I'm not gonna say it's karma, but to the specific franchise who who is in operations to the point where um, it had to be a manager because that's just mismanagement, man. That's mismanagement. And as a manager, you should you should be reaching out to the corporation and saying, "Look, I need help." I need help. You know, I, I, I have no I have no workers. I have no managers. I'm doing the part of I'm the operation manager. I'm doing the part that workers would do. The cooks should do. And then so they can make a decision and say, you know what? All right. This is bad for business. We're going to shut this Burger King location down. We can't get people to work. You know, people aren't coming in. Uh, our quality of of service is being compromised. We got to shut down this location before Twitter happens. And so I hope that's a warning sign for companies like Starbucks and Boston market and Safeway. And I'm just going off of what I'm seeing visually in front of me, not saying these organizations aren't treating their employees, right? But, um, (laughs) look, I came across a paycheck stub from 1986. That was um, my first job, fast food restaurant I was working at. And the pay was $3.65. I think it was $3.65 an hour. I think I made 65 hours. I made, I don't know, three, four $400 or something like that. Maybe $200. I don't know. It was very low. And, and I'm just looking at it like, are you kidding me? Wow. So I was in high school. I was in junior high. Uh, you know, $200 a week, two, $300 a week for the hours of work. 65 hours is a lot for a student. But I had uh, signed up for the work study program, which allows me to work in place of uh having 
two classes, you know, the two classes, my two classes at the end were replaced with work study. So I chose to work versus being in school, which is, you know, real, real life experience. Like who, who, who better can teach me about customer service than working, than working, right? Working at a, a retail space where you're interacting with customers, where you, you're, you're taking money, you're, you're giving money back, you're, you know, cashier uh, experience, um, stocking, uh, warehouse, uh, fashion, um, everything, everything. I learned a lot in the, in, in the two years. I learned more in two years working for uh, retail and fast food operations than, than most people would have coming out of you know, college for, you know, two years. So already ahead of the curb, always been ahead of the curb. And um, here we are in 2021. I'm able to podcast from my cellular phone. <laughs> this, this is the future, people. It's, 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 it's bananas. Well, um, all right. I'm going to end this podcast because it's, it's 9.50 and i've been running now 41 minutes it's insane insane not insane i just had some stuff to say and not really tripping off the time as if i'm just talking to my friend right across from me you are right across from me you're 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 non-physical being though thank you thank you for um listening thank you for uh tuning in the vibrations, the vibrations are real, people. You are your thoughts. That's what I walked away from Clubhouse last night with that awesome, great, insightful information that, you know, we're a vibration. We're always a vibration. All right. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, I'm going to finish this coffee because I think I'm a little wired, too. Ooh. Asked her what she recommended. She said, <laughs> she said, um, the vanilla mocha. Do you want some whipped cream? I says coffee. I'm not getting a milkshake. I want coffee. By the time I'm done, it actually tastes like a milkshake. It's insane. But oat milk is amazing. Amazing. All right, people. For the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network, I'm your host, the Pat Man from the Bay to LA and beyond. Hope you have a great day, whatever the weather is like. Take advantage of uh, Earth weather. Uh, I hear it's nothing like it. <laughs> Only in another multi-universe or another planet that we know nothing about that we can't get to, right? Or maybe it's a figment of our simulation imagination. Who knows? Next on the Intelligent Human Voice Podcast Network. Peace.